Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And, and we're, we're from Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And today we've actually got Kirsty Rice from Four Kids, 20 Suitcases and a Beagle live on air with us. Hi, Kirsty. Hi, guys. Now, that's a really, really fascinating blog name. Can you tell us how it all began? Yeah, so I I kind of began blogging by accident, which a lot of people of my blogging vintage did, I think, because we were, I guess, the early adapters back in sort of 2008, 2009. So I had moved, my um, family and I, my husband and my four children, we had moved sort of seven times in 11 years around the world. Mm-hmm. And when we got to Doha, which is where we're living now in Qatar. When we got there, I went to send out the usual sort of email to the group that I had of a collection of friends that we'd gathered sort of all around the world. And I I started to wonder, you know, did people really not care, but do people really need to know every piece of, hey, we've moved, this is our new address, this is where we are? And I thought maybe maybe a better way of doing this would be just to set up a blog page and that way I wasn't sort of forcing the latest baby pics and the latest whatever on everybody mm-hmm. and I would put it all on a blog page and say, look, here it is, this is what we're up to. If you want to see where we are, this is what we're doing. So that had been the plan, that it would be more of a family blog but then within sort of about three or four blog posts I realised it was It was never going to be that. It was nothing like that at all. It kind of became more of a storytelling page of expat life and what our expat life looked like. Mm. And an expat life is really, really interesting. Um, As before the show, you and I were chatting about because we both, well, you currently live in Doha and I've lived in Doha for a year previously. So people would really like to read about something that is is quite foreign to them and a completely different way of life. So one of the points that I know you would probably be really um, uh, well-versed in discussing is about writing about what you'd like to read. Yeah, yeah. I think... Um it took me a while to sort of, I think, and maybe this happens with a lot of bloggers too, is you you start writing and then you'll realise down the track that there is a theme to your writing. And for me, what, what sort of happened was I went along to one of the first sort of pro bloggers um, with Darren Rouse and they'd asked people to write about their, to say what their niche was. And I didn't have a niche, you know, I wasn't a, um, you know, fashion blogger or a, you know, photographer or a, um, I don't know, what are, what are some of the other types of niches? But I wasn't one of them, basically. And I realised that my niche was expat 
blogging that I wrote a lot about the geographical schizophrenia that is expat life where you are kind of not quite sure where home is anymore because you're all over the place. But I had also built up um, in my time of blogging, I'd built up this community of mostly women um, who were all living a similar life to me. So maybe it wasn't just that people were interested in expat life but also, there were other expats that were interested in talking about uh, the trials and tribulations of expat life. And I think that's a really uh, interesting point in terms of that it, it comes back to what you can relate to, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, just being being real. Do you know, I think I've, I've probably could have tried to fit into some sort of other box um, but uh, because you can imagine when I, I was trying to sort of join an Aussie blogging community but wasn't really seen as part of the Aussie blogging community because I wasn't there. Do you know, like there would be different competitions or promotions or things but I wasn't there to drive the Ford territory you know and make a video about it or <laughs> or do those things because but I was still a, an, an Aussie blogger as such I was an Australian woman that was was blogging online so I think when I came to terms with the fact that okay well maybe you're not going to physically be able to be at those events will be part of that community but you have this whole other community of, of expats then I realized that that's what I was and that that's who my people were and they very much feel like my people mm. so so building those relationships with them is obviously very important to you and mm. for them to feel like you are have built a relationship with them so that they can relate to you is obviously very important in the world of blogging too. Yeah, I mean, I have poured my heart out to these people for, you know, six years and um, throughout that time I guess there's been, you know, because I, I think with any writing, you know, there's that, uh, for want of a better term, that self discovery like when we write we realise exactly what's going on in our minds because we put it down on paper but in that time you know I have I had breast cancer and so I talked about that um my eldest child went off to boarding school which I found incredibly emotional and talked about that so if you're really sharing your heart and soul with people and you're keeping it real um you can't help but develop friendships I mean uh, you know, it's that whole thing where people feel like they know you, but you also feel like you know your community as well because you're commenting back and forth and you're talking and and you're developing relationships in that time as well. Mm. Kirsty, do you ever get to meet any of your community in real life? Yeah, I do. Um, it's it's funny, and you know, I think you and I have just done it today, where I've said to you, "Oh, you know, I live in Doha," and you, "Oh, I lived in Doha," and. <laughs> Uh, if you the, the expat world is really bizarre in that people travel around usually quite a bit and so you'll quite often meet people that will say oh I was in Jakarta in 2002 2003 did you know the Browns and <laughs> do you know there is that constant um, being able to piece people together so I also have a podcast as well that I do with a fellow Aussie expat called Two Fat Expats and um, so many of the women I talk to 
all actually end up knowing each other from living in different places together. But back to your original question, yes, I have actually held functions at my house where we've raised money for breast cancer, where I've met a lot of readers. And of course, at different blogging conferences, I've met different readers as well. Um, but yeah, I do. I'm always very open to sort of meeting meeting other because usually what I find is people that read your blog, if they like it, there's usually you guys usually have a lot in common too. That's why you're reading. Mm. And when you actually meet people, if people actually meet you in person, uh, because perception is is a very interesting thing in the online world. Does anyone ever tell you that you're different to what they thought you'd be like in real life or that you're the same? Or I, I had someone come up to me once and tell me that, oh, you don't have the same colour hair and it's curly on your website. <laughs> so, yeah, she's quite offended. No, I have... Um, I have people do this really weird thing where they feel embarrassed that they actually know so much about me and they don't want to kind of uh, like, you know, because I forget and so I'll start telling people things, you know, like, oh, I've got four kids or I've got whatever or my kids do this and you can see them looking at you like, yes, I know <laughs> all of that because I already know you, you know. Yeah. Um, so, no, nobody's ever said you've got, different hair or gee you're fatter than what you look like in your picture because <laughs> <laughs> look I'll be honest Kirsty, when I met you was at ProBlogger we sat down on the couch and we had a conversation yeah and that's where I started reading your blogs because I thought well I've met you in person and what I love about your blogs is that the person that I met and sat down and had a lovely conversation with you still have that same warmth and that same personality come through your blog so I'd be really surprised if people didn't align you with your blog because I just found that there was no difference between the woman in person to the woman that I read on the internet Oh, that that is a very very nice thing to hear. Thank you. But yeah, I can't I can't say that anyone's ever said, "Oh, you're not what I thought you would be," or whatever. And I guess now I wonder because I do a lot of now Facebook Live and podcasting and whatever. So I think is it going to be a thing that those people that had a persona online and a difference in real life, is that all going to disappear now that we have new technology? Like can you not hide your reality now that we have things like Facebook Live? That's a really interesting point, Kirsty, and uh, I would wonder the same thing. I think we are becoming a lot more real in today's world uh, with the online technology and I guess it's a little bit you can still um, you know put on the makeup and and be feeling lousy and and get on Facebook live and ah hi and you have a nice big bright smile and act like everything's so wonderful in your world Uh, however I I think it is more and more and more the reality of um, taking control of technology and and making sure that there are still elements of your own life that are kept private and personal um, with still being true to your followers. 
Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I find, and I'd be really interested to know what other bloggers say because I I found after I was diagnosed with breast cancer, um, I had a lot of readers, you know, reach out and contact me. And at, that, at one stage there was just... To, I wanted to respond to everyone personally and I couldn't because there was just too many comments and too many messages. So I literally went for a walk down to the beach on a Saturday morning and sat on a rock and just recorded sort of four minutes of thank you and this is what's actually happening with my life right now. And, and basically, you know, this is what I would say if I saw you down the street, you know, that this is where we're at. And I can remember I looked like shit and it was windy and you know it was no makeup and greasy hair and whatever but I I think I never sort of think about that with my audience and I I think because we've all been together for so many years now do you know that it really is very warts and all um yeah I can't imagine you know even the whole getting dressed up to be live or dressed up you know sort of putting on that sort of thing because I think they've seen it all with me there's no pretense anymore Mm. you know it's funny because I remember seeing that live recording I I actually saw you do it and at the time because I know you from your blogs I never noticed that you didn't have makeup on I (laughs) honestly didn't notice that your hair was greasy um (laughs) it didn't even come to my mind as I was watching you do the recording so it's an interesting it's interesting hearing you say what your thought process was as you were doing the recording and what your reflection is to here I am one of your because I've referred people that I've heard that have had cancer where they're not coping very well and they wanted to have somebody that they could talk to and and I've actually referred them to your articles um so I yeah I it's it's a very interesting perspective to hear yours to what my perception is because maybe so- maybe Amanda, it's because I'm constantly walking around with no makeup and greasy <laughs> hair. <laughs> uh, no, I just don't. I don't even notice that with you. Like, it's not something I look for. Like, I mean, I, I know with myself, if I get on Facebook Live, I sure as anything, I'm going to have the makeup on. There is no way in the world you're going to see me ever without my normal persona. Because when I walk out that front door of my house, I've got makeup on. Um, and that's just me. I, I would be horrified to even consider doing it without. But um, I love the fact that for you, your whole persona is whatever. You know, yeah. this is me, yeah. this is who I is, and I love that about you. Yeah, very authentic. Oh, yeah. And I think that's where, where bloggers, um, they, they do need to be authentic because I, I know that I used to do a lot of ghost blogging uh, where I would blog for other people and it, it was uh, just a, you know, a way of life for me. But I did a lot of research into making sure that I was, it's almost like an actor where you become that, that person for a little while while you write about their experiences. Um, however, I, I much prefer that people write their own blogs obviously so that you know you're getting the like you you say the heart and soul of that person and their real thoughts their real feelings that's what that's what it's all about it blogging started as an online diary and a diary is about your thoughts and your feelings and and what's happening in your life I cannot imagine the ghost blog. Do you know, I, I have actually been approached to ghost blog for people 
and I do not understand it at all. Like I just, the whole point of blogging is meant to be that you you do exactly like you said, like an online diary. And I think, you know, you, it, it doesn't take much to do a blog like that if you're going to do a personal blogging and, you know, 15 minutes on the page or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, ca- I cannot imagine have someone else, having someone else write for you in that format. You're never going to get exactly the um, – you're not, you're not going to get exactly you, are you, if never. someone else never. because that person, there are plenty of times where I said I can't, I can't blog for you this week because I'm busy um, doing something else. So if they went and got another person who had a completely different take on the blogger, there's going to be inconsistencies. So can you tell me, Tan, like without saying, you know, obviously who your clients are, but in a situation like that, why why can't that person blog for themselves? Is it, the, um, did, are they not writers or they don't have time or why, why are they doing it in that sort of scenario? Kirsty, I think the people that I used to do it for, uh, they were blogging mainly to uh, further a product or right. their business, so which is a completely different mindset from the sort of people that we talk to that started their life as a blogger, as a writer, as wanting to give, give, give to a community and build a community. Mm. Um, and, you know, these are the people, and I'm not saying that there's no integrity in them or they're not honest or anything like that, but writing isn't their first passion it's not a love like it is ours and they they needed someone to who could write because they felt they probably couldn't um and they needed to push a product for whatever reasons i wrote about shower heads for one photographer for another (laughs) you know it's and that's their business and i did it as a business you know um but it's much nicer when you're writing for yourself and blogging for yourself. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Kirsty, we um, really have to wrap it up, but it's been absolutely wonderful talking to you. And where can everyone find you? Because I'm sure that they would love to learn more about you your four kids, your 20 suitcases and your beagle. <laughs> so my blog is obviously called Four Kids, 20 Suitcases and a Beagle and the web address for that is kirstyriceonline.com and then our podcast is called Two Fat Expats and we're on iTunes. Excellent. Thank you so much. It's been lovely having you on our show and, and hearing a little bit about your insights. And I'm sure many of your followers are going to also enjoy hearing that you've been on the podcast and some of your insights that you've been able to share specifically about being authentic. Because I think that's something all of us mm. at one time or another, we all have to continue on working on that particular point. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was great fun. wonderful thanks so much Kirsty. thank you bye bye guys we hope that you enjoyed this episode of aussie bloggers podcast if you would like to become a part of the aussie bloggers podcast family and suggest a featured aussie blogger or just to say g'day visit tan and amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com if you'd like to leave a review they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers 
podcast coming your way soon. <laughs>